0: Welcome back to another episode of the Behind the Counter Show Live Edition. Uh, my name is Vince, and this is James. Hello. And we are here with HP uh, Pharmacy and Gasper's Best. And today, we are going to be talking about a topic that I actually personally love to talk about, uh, New Year's resolutions specifically. So we're going to be talking a little bit about resolutions as a whole Um, why they always don't work out so well, or as well as you may have intended, and what to do instead. And we'll also give some kind of suggestions. So if you're following along on Facebook, we actually have the worksheets posted there in the caption. So for those of you watching who want to follow along with the worksheet, we have two of them right here. Setting goals like a pro, and on Instagram that'll fit in there. And then a different worksheet related to small actionable steps too. If you are having trouble getting that link or would like the link, just shoot us a message and I can send it to you uh, separately after the video. But for those of you who want to follow along with us, that's kind of what we're going to be covering today. And then we're going to give some other suggestions. And if you're interested, too, feel free to chime in with some of uh, your goals and things that you may have set for this year. And we can kind of help you troubleshoot and see if we can help refine your goals to make them even stronger goals that you're more likely to actually succeed at this year for 2021. So let's get started. So what's a... What's a resolution you've had in the past, James, or what's a
1: resolution you've had, let's say, that uh, maybe you have succeeded at
0: or one that you have not succeeded
1: at? Well, right now, today, we are at 21st of January, uh-huh. and um, as of January 1st, I was going to say, well, this year is a year that I'm going to quit drinking. This is the year. <laughs> and I have failed miserably after <laughs> five days. <laughs> so, it's only, I mean, a month hasn't passed by, but, you know, unfortunately, not you know it's extremely tough and you know as soon as you, it's before you know it you just i'm like what am i doing i'm, I'm drinking right now yeah so, yeah, you yeah exactly you know it's you know, funny it becomes... I, didn't,
0: I didn't make that as a new year's resolution but i was drinking i honestly drank a lot more in 2020 than i have in years previously Absolutely. and between uh thanksgiving and christmas i was right, like right. you know what? i'm not gonna drink between not gonna do it blah 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 and then all of a sudden next thing you know like yeah, a I mean... week later i'm like oh here i am back doing it again right so why is that you think why is it that i mean that's not uncommon right like i'm saying it now you're saying it now. but a lot of people even if it's fitness right you start up the year saying this is my year i'm gonna hit the gym i'm gonna get strong i'm gonna lose 20 pounds 30 pounds 40 pounds, whatever it is and then you know maybe it works out for a month maybe two months maybe three months even right or maybe it's only a week like me or something (laughs) like that so that's what we're here to talk about today why those resolutions don't work out and what you can do instead. So typically, the reasons those resolutions don't work out are because you set these massive goals that are almost unattainable, or goals that are unrealistic. Right? For yourself, perhaps in this case, it's unrealistic to think that you're never gonna drink alcohol kind of again. Hurts, but I get right? it's true. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But that, that's true. That's how it works. We set these large, massive goals, and the other difference is we set goals that are based on outcomes. Instead of behaviors. Now, what is an outcome versus behavior? Glad you asked, James. Thank you for asking. (laughs) So an outcome, let's go with the weight loss case, which is a common New Year's resolution, right? An outcome would be I want to lose 10 pounds or I want to lose 20 pounds. That would be an outcome, right? Obviously, that's something you want to do. It's a great goal. There's nothing wrong with wanting to achieve that. But the problem is that goal in and of itself doesn't really give you any methodology behind how to actually achieve that goal, right? right? So then you say, okay, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. And then you start going to the gym and then maybe you make a salad or two and then you're okay. And then you kind of lose sight of it, right? right? The difference between an outcome goal versus a behavior goal is a behavior is setting goals around what you can do to actually reach that goal with of course keeping the outcome, their desired outcome in mind, but focusing your actual specific goal on those small, tangible, actionable steps that will actually enable you to reach your desired outcome. So in the example we just gave, the difference would be, you know, instead of saying I will lose three pounds, a better goal would be, I would go to the gym, right. And there's more levels beyond that, too, which we'll get to in a second. But that's just the difference between an outcome and a behavior right there is that an outcome is obviously the end result you desire behavior, the result that will get you to or the action that will get you to said result, right. So let's break it down right there into small actionable things quickly before we get into setting a goal together, which we'll do in a second. And as we're going along with the video, of course, if you have any questions, comments, feel free to chime in. If you're watching this video after the fact and want the worksheets as well, just shoot us a message or give us a call at uh HB pharmacy or numbers two Oh, one nine, nine, seven, two Oh one Oh, or find us online at our website and all of that fun stuff too. And you can reach out there. So let's start with start with foods. This worksheet here, small actionable steps and it's backwards on instagram but bear with me so james and i are going to go through this right now so most of us fail to reach our goals because like it or not we try to do too much at once or aren't being realistic with time limitations and blah 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 so the purpose of this worksheet is to define foods and then exercise into things you're definitely ready to do now maybe you're okay ready to do now temporarily and then not right now. Absolutely not. I'm not giving that up. I'm not eating that. Whatever. So what's a what's an example for you, James? What do you think? What's a food that you are definitely maybe you're not eating as much of it right now as you'd want, but you're definitely able and ready to
1: add more of it to your diet right now? Actually, it would be just simple, um, like a spring mix on a salad. Spring sal- mix. Okay. Like a salad, because because basically I can probably add. Whatever I'm eating, I'm not really restricting anything else. Whatever I'm eating, I can definitely add a, uh, a bowl of it. Whatever meal I'm having, I can always just chow that down anytime. So yeah, I think that might be I mean, that's probably very easy to do as well. Okay. And you know what? I'll add on to that too
0: when it comes to spring mix, especially if you're just getting started, especially if you're looking to build momentum, eating more vegetables is always a good thing. Sure. So even if... The way you have to go about eating more vegetables is, let's say, putting lettuce, tomato, spring mix, whatever, on a burger with the bun, right? And I know that's like, you know, oh, my God, how dare someone in nutrition (laughs) say that you should eat a burger with a bun and that kind of stuff. But I'm being serious. If the alternative is no vegetables, some vegetables will always be better than no vegetables. So if you're just going to eat the burger with the bun and without any vegetables anyway, what's the harm in adding a few veggies to it? You know, that's how you take small actionable steps to build momentum into trying to reach your goal so that's a good one and on the flip side too didn't you uh, as we were talking about this video yesterday what was your other point about eating uh, the burger with the bun now we're talking about well, eating more of or less
1: of so sure i what i i mean and again something that i also felt pretty miserably i try to do myself <laughs> sometimes when you do get a burger right and i'm like you know what, i'm going to enjoy this burger but i still have a little guilt in the back of my head right so I used to take off the top bun out and just eat with the bottom bun. So I feel that, hey, that's a little less calories overall, I guess. A sure. little, little less gluten and other inflammatory things that, you know, I like to talk about as well. Yeah, sure. so that's it, what I try to do sometimes. It's, al- it's almost the same as, okay, you know what? I go to
0: Starbucks or my local coffee house, Sure. Uh, you know, five times a week, let's say, four times a week, whatever it is. Some people are are as bad with their Starbucks as we are with drinking, I guess. But, you know, let's say you're doing that. Instead of maybe getting your four-pump mocha grande, Chino, whatever. Whipped cream. With whipped cream. (laughs) Right. Instead, why don't you try, hey, my goal to start the year, instead of getting four pumps of sugar or whatever that is, I'm just going to start off with two pumps and cut that in half. That is a great habit-based goal. You're taking small measurable steps and that's something that's a, a behavior based goal as opposed to yes of course your outcome is you want to lose weight you want to be healthier right but instead of focusing on that we're going to focus on little actionable things we can do that'll help us get there so reducing sugar in that sense just something simple like hey I'm still getting my coffee I'm still doing whatever but just a little bit less sugar in sure, it. Absolutely. That's a great one too and again as we're going through here if anyone has any uh, thoughts or comments or want to share in that sense feel free to chime in too. Otherwise, we'll keep plugging along here. Um, how about this? I think a big thing that people get intimidated about when it comes to eating
1: healthier and setting goals is meal prep. Right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's, how do you feel about that? That's very, it's certainly challenging part of, on my side as well. I'm not a great cook myself. Okay. So um, uh, when I try to, I can do small little things, but when I'm thinking about big, meal plan like for a week let's just say Uh it gets very difficult okay i i don't know if i can do maybe even one meal at the (laughs) moment how to prep for it so i guess just the idea that i have to make something fancy sometimes or something that is correct or right maybe sometimes even like does this adhere to what i'm trying to do you know think of all that it's sure it's pretty you know then you get analysis paralysis and then you end up like i I don't know this is too
0: much and then that kind of knocks you off your plan too right like Am I
1: really going to eat this? What I just made, too? Sure. You know? I
0: think sometimes a, a mistake people make again, the same with the resolutions. We try so hard to be perfect and try so hard to be quote unquote right, whatever right. that means, that it, it's counterproductive. And, you know, something is better than nothing usually when it comes to eating healthier, right? So instead of maybe saying, all right, I'm going to, you know, meal prep these fancy feasts. And listen, I'm pretty lazy when it comes to cooking. I don't, I <laughs> don't. There's some people who find cooking therapeutic or enjoyable. I'm not really one of those people. So for me, even when I'm meal prepping, there's a great uh, chickpea pasta out there that I like called bonza and bonza pasta essentially has higher fiber, more protein because it's made from chickpeas instead of Mm -hmm. wheat. So what I've done is I'll say, okay, I can make a box of this, and I can make, you know, three meals and take that to lunch. And you can add some, you know, tomato sauce. You can add some, you know, little turkey bolognese if you're feeling a little fancier. But that stuff is so simple and quick to make, and it's so much more nutritious than the alternative. Sure. That I always find that as, as a good win, too. So I am definitely, you know, ready to eat that kind of stuff. And that that's something, again, takes a little bit of planning. Meal prep doesn't have to be, you know, crazy- fancy feasts even if i say okay on sunday i just know around six o'clock i gotta cook this i can cook it while i'm cooking whatever else i'm cooking for dinner that night just cooking on the side and look great i have three healthy lunches to take for the next three days too boom and that behavior right there again causing you to eat healthier causing you to eat more nutritious foods will enable you to reach your eventual
1: goal of weight loss. Right. I mean, for some, for example, um, whoever is like an Asian culture or even Hispanic that, like, you know, a lot of us do eat rice this is yeah, one of the major sure. thing that we eat. Um, certain things that I'm trying to do myself is that st- I started from cutting down white rice to brown rice. That's the first thing that we could try to do. And then from brown rice, try and change to quinoa, you know, so a little bit different. And uh, I'm not really changing them to make a drastic change. And there's a, yeah, sure. There's a little flavor difference, but then for those you you know, who, uh, who knows, you know, unfortunately the white rice do have a pretty high glycemic index, you know, sure, it's not sure. really, you know, unfortunately some people just eat that on every single meal. That's a big chunk of carb adding on to whatever your main meal already is a lot of times. Sure. So just small changes and things like that will definitely make a huge difference in the long run. Again, like James just said, it's just
0: some of those habits behaviors it's just about making a small little tweak of what you're already doing that will get you in overtime um adding up to different stuff And it looks like danielle uh commented on here highly recommend instant pot cook brown rice with chicken so fast for weekly meal prep yeah great tip danielle thanks for sharing on facebook again that's that's exactly what we're talking about it's we get so frustrated and scared and nervous about oh my god i've got to cook this stuff and you know we're home more now with covid a lot of us are not us but a lot of us (laughs) are but you know so those little behaviors add up to big results over time or even instead of using butter and all of that kind of stuff maybe trying to use okay i'm going to substitute that for avocado or i'm going to substitute that for olive oil or whatever relevant you know trying to find those little substitutions like that um are awesome or even instead of okay i'm going to switch off of dairy milk for a little bit and go to whole milk or hey you know what i eat a lot of yogurt but i notice the yogurt i buy has a ton of sugar in it absolutely i'm going to look
1: for the yogurt without sugar and then to sweeten it i'll maybe add some real fruit right know? exactly that's a perfect idea i mean the um daniel had suggested the instant pot is a great idea utilize your tools for example i what i like to utilize a lot of these days is air fryer air <laughs> fryer i mean even fish i just actually for lunch i, pro- I brought a uh, salmon that just cooked an air fryer it doesn't require much thinking i just Set it and forget it. I think I saw that in a commercial before. Set it and forget it. There you <laughs> yeah. go. So, you know, that's those what I like things... with my fantasy football lineups too. Set it and forget it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, well, I should get into that one time. Um, But, you know, I think it's definitely easier. You know, not only that, there are some different cooking um techniques, uh, sous vide, you know, sure, air fry. Sure. There are different things that you can actually do that actually makes it a lot easier. And Instapot is great as well. You can probably make anything at a fraction of the amount of time compared to any other like slow cooker. And yeah, like and that. again, it's not about being
0: perfect. It's right. about being a little bit better and every day, every week, trying to be a little bit more better. And over time that adds up to the result and the outcome that you're looking for. Yeah. Um, let's talk about exercise a little bit now. It's of course uh, about two thirds of the way through January. So <laughs> maybe some of us are exercising, maybe some of us are, are not. Maybe some of us had trouble getting into an exercise routine sure. this year above all other years, because, you know, it's, it's harder to get into the gyms now and, you know, not all of them are open or maybe like there's some safety concerns there. Um, so exercise wise, how do you feel about
1: um, setting goals related to exercise? And again, I think exercise also the, the biggest hurdle a lot of people have is that, oh gosh, I have to go to the gym or now we cannot go to the gym because of COVID. Well, I have to set up certain amount of equipment for myself to do it, or sure. I actually have to get my attire right, or even, <laughs> you know, actually find a specific time for I mean, it. if you don't have the right outfit, did you even go to the gym? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> well, that doesn't really apply to me, honestly, but, you know, there are a few people out there that make sure that it has to have the pinks, you know, but anyway, that's a different story. But, you know, um, actually, I think we are sometimes thinking way too much of a prepping An analysis, for paralysis. it right, before actually just... Simply doing a squat, let's just say, or sure. even a simple push up, whatever it is, we're thinking way too much. Okay, we have to make the environment perfect for myself to start actually doing or performing these exercises. Right. I think that's the biggest hurdle a lot of times as well, actually.
0: And, th- like, I, you know, it's funny, my mom used to always say this to me growing up, but I firmly believe that it's true. No decision is a decision. The more time you take pondering something, trying to make the situation perfect, the circumstances perfect, the more time that passes. Uh, well, look think about all that time that just went by that you weren't actually doing anything, that right, you could exactly. have been doing something, mm-hmm. you know? So when it comes to the gym, especially now, uh, even even walking, you know, it's not, uh, it, it's, it's colder out now still, at least here in New Jersey, depending on where you're checking in, but even going for a little walk would be a good start. I remember, so I was out of a gym routine for a really, really, really long time, obviously, like a lot of us were with COVID, and... When we started this year, I went back in December to the gym I typically go to. They're all clean, all that good stuff. And I remember the first month, I was like, I don't really have too much of a plan. But my plan is just just to be here and do something and just get into the routine. Again, yes, is that sustainable long term? No. Is that the best thing to do long term? No. But what was more important to me was just getting back into a rhythm, getting back into the habit of going to the gym so I feel more mentally prepared. Okay, Now, I want to get back into this exercise routine or that exercise routine. And if you need help with that kind of stuff, you know, there's personal trainers out there, there's plenty of online programs, things you can do at home. I mean, back in the day, I've done, you know, some of the beach body programs. Um, you know, and all of that kind of stuff too. Or there's trainers who are working online trying to find stuff too if you need specific right. guidance and coaching. There are
1: a lot of very simple exercises that you can find on YouTube and things like that as well. Yeah. And one thing that I actually found interesting was a lot of some of those exercises actually only about 10 minutes. It's about 10 minutes long. It's right. not a gigantic, crazy amount of time, but for you, to, all you really sometimes have to do is if you're sitting in front of a computer or your phone, just turn that on and stand up and just do what it and do exactly what it does, you know, on the screen sometimes or the modified version, depending on obviously, you know, how your phys- uh, physical condition is. But even doing that, starting that for, hey, I can't do 10 minutes, let me start with five minutes first. You know, right, let me do exactly. five minutes. Again, you know?
0: you're building momentum, you're building up slowly. Exactly. Even if you're stuck working at home and you're sitting at your desk all day, it can be hard, right? Maybe on, you know, at lunch, once, uh, once a day, okay, I'm gonna do, you know three sets of 10 body weight squats maybe three sets of 10 push-ups that's it something like that just to kind of start and see how it goes you know Absolutely. maybe after that like, okay, hey you know what maybe in the morning before i start and at lunch i'm going to start doing that right or three days a week for whatever it is if you just start small start with something that's the entire point of this video start small and do
1: something and allow that to build and grow from there and you know, just like giving medication, right? When we are taking medication for whatever reason, you are you have to listen to your body, right? If you're taking an antibiotic for an infection, you're taking a blood pressure medication, you have to, after you take it, you listen to your body. Is, you, is it working right now? Is it helping out, right? So you can talk to your healthcare, uh, healthcare profession after it. Same thing with exercise. You know, if you actually start doing whatever, that's the small the smallest bit of amount, and taking that couple of steps, your body will tell you, or respond to you okay this worked out this workout actually helped or this one didn't you know and you know talking to yourself actually sounds sounds weird but talking to to your body actually you know you kind of catch on and like okay today i'll try this because i have better feeling with this one you know i think the key there because in
0: the you know fitness nutrition space a lot of people say listen to your body listen to your body and it's good advice and it's true but keep in mind that you actually have to take a pause and listen you know and you know There's many of us myself i've been guilty of this at times just being stubborn Uh, i'm not that hurt it's fine or ah it's not a big deal and you brush it off and you brush it off so you know your body is talking to you all the time whether you're listening or not take a pause actually take the time to interpret how you feel and if you're having trouble interpreting how you feel talk to someone about it we talk to people about that kind of stuff here all the time um or you know talk to your doctor about it but ultimately you should be talking to someone about it if you're feeling stuff It could be related to something maybe not but it never hurts to reach out and figure it out that's what you know health and wellness is all about absolutely so now we'll get into this goal setting worksheet so this is our setting goals like a pro worksheet um and again focusing on outcomes versus behaviors the next step and i kind of stole this from corporate america but the next step here is to make that behavior-based goal a smart goal smart standing for specific measurable attainable relevant and timely so that means you want to focus on something specific, right? I am going to do push-ups or I am going to run a mile. That's specific, right? Measurable. It's, you know, measurable. I am going to run a mile is measurable. That's a specific distance I can measure. Attainable. Do you think it's really realistic for you to go out and run a mile? Is that something that you can do right now? Is that something um, you know, that maybe you have to work up towards or even if you physically can do it, Depending on where you live, okay, well, maybe I'm not in an area where I can really run that far. There's not much space. Or maybe, you know, there's not a, a park or something like that, right? So just think about that when you're setting the goal too. Relevant, is this actually going to reach help me reach the outcome I desire, right? So if you're setting a goal related to, um, let's say you want to do push-ups and you're talking about losing weight, okay, well, push-ups is a good place to start. That may not be the best only thing that you should be doing when it comes to weight loss. Obviously, diet... And you want to get a little uh, more, you know, stuff that's going to increase your heart rate level in there too, but that's a good start. So again, making sure it's relevant to the actual goal and timely, is this something that, you know, is so you can do right now, is this something that you can measure with a certain frequency of time and all of that kind of stuff too. And we will set that goal in a but we do have another comment here on Facebook uh, from Jay, binged on carbs today. How can I recuperate from my frequent carb craving behaviors? Do you have any insight on that, James? I just eat more butter <laughs> that's the wrong way of doing it, right? Well, there's, it's, it's, I think, Jay, the first step here that I would take when it comes to um, recuperating from frequent carb craving behaviors is kind of like what I just said when it comes to listening to your body. The first thing I would do, and the reason people don't always like doing this is because it takes some effort. You should figure out what you were eating around that time when you're craving carbs or on those specific days. And that could involve some food journaling, which is a really good habit to get and uh, really good to get in the habit of food journaling, meaning, okay, what did I eat yesterday? What did I eat today? What did I eat this morning? What did I eat, whatever. And as you kind of journal those kinds of things, you can show someone, or if you have, you know, feel like you're knowledgeable enough yourself, you can look at it and you may start to notice patterns. Hey, you know what? It seems like I am craving all of these kinds of carbs or all of these kinds of, um, you know, processed sugars and that kind of stuff because I'm not actually eating a big enough breakfast or because I'm not actually um, eating meals that are, are filling enough, or maybe I'm lower in, you know, salt and that's what I'm associating with the carb craving foods or that kind of stuff, right? There's, there's little different beha- uh, behaviors and habits that go along with those cravings. So sometimes when you're eating more filling, nutritious foods around those, it can actually help to eliminate those cravings i mean those cravings are always going to be there right so that's one part of it the other part of it is maybe it's a an associated behavior that's making you cause those cravings right maybe you're at home and you're working from home all day and suddenly you know you look over and you see your fridge and then you go do the lap around the kitchen and you're opening the cabinets what, what, what kind of snacks what kind of snacks that could just be a little bit of boredom too you know so there's a lot of different factors at play it's hard to say specifically in general eating you know fuller meals more nutritious meals um that kind of stuff can help too um or even replacing that with something else if you're craving uh, depends on what the particular carb is sure. you know but sometimes you're actually hungry and maybe it's okay to actually have a snack you know something smaller and, and at that point I would say okay how can we opt for something that's a little more nutritious maybe something with a little more fiber in it so the FDA says there's this rule called the five and twenty rule so if something is less than 5% on the percent daily value, it's low in that nutrient. If it's greater than 20% in the percent daily value, it's high in that nutrient. So sure, maybe you're craving a particular carb snack, but if you're eating one that's higher in fiber, um, you know, over 20%, okay, sure. Maybe it's okay to indulge that craving a little bit then just because, you know, I'm doing it in a more nutritious way, right? So hopefully that's helpful. And let us know if you have any follow-up questions to that. But ultimately what it comes down to in that kind of sense, is figuring out why you are craving the carbs to begin with, as opposed to, um, you know, trying to attack the problem on the back end. You want to look for the why and the, the cause of it, the root cause up front. Um, so yeah, so that is how we going back to our SMART goals here. Um, that is how you would set a SMART goal. So something like a SMART goal would be, okay, I am going to, let's say it's exercises related. Ultimately, uh, let's say you're trying to lose weight and build some muscle. So my SMART goal is I will go to the gym four times per week. Two days I will do high intensity interval training and the other two days I'm going to do a push pull routine, maybe a little lower body upper body, mixing those kinds of things in. I'm speaking fitness terms, but you know, that that's a specific type of routine. And so the basically the four days and I know that I'll be able to get there on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, actually no, maybe Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday and I know Uh, possibly I can go to the park on Saturdays too. So that's my goal is I'm going to exercise those specific routines four days a week. I'm going to do it in the morning and I'm going to be able to go for a walk at the park on Saturdays for the foreseeable future. If it rains, I'll go on Sunday instead. See how that goal is extremely specific It's extremely measurable. I know exactly whether I did it or not. It's attainable for me because I think it's... Well, we'll get into that in a second. And it's relevant because it's going to put me towards my goal. And it's timely in the same way as well. Now, let's say I started off with that goal. Four times a week, those specific routines. And then on the weekend, go into the park once. The next aspect here to consider is the ready, willing, and able scale. Am I ready to accomplish that goal right now? Am I willing... To do that and am i able to do that there's a lot of different variables in there so on a scale from one to ten you want to ask yourself am i ready to reach this goal right now am i willing to reach this goal right now and am i able to reach this goal right now ready meaning mentally you're prepared you're in a good place you think you can handle it willing do you actually want to yeah. do it <laughs> i mean yeah. that's, that's a big factor here like of course like everyone wants to be exercise, healthier, wants to exercise, well. or wants to eat well. But there's a big difference between wanting to do that and, like, actually We're wanting to put it, in yeah. the work it takes to do that. Sure. So that's something to consider, too. And then Able, maybe you have an injury right now or maybe your circumstances have changed and you can't get to the gym. COVID would be a perfect example of that. So on a scale from 1 to 10, I feel I feel 9 out of 10 eight, uh, ready, willing, and able. Um, well, I feel 9 out of 10 ready to do that goal but maybe i only feel six out of ten willing to do the goal i just said about four times and then the extra park trip on the weekend just because you know it's the beginning of the year i've got a lot going on uh work's been a little busy so it's it's hard for me to truly do that so you know what i changed my mind now that i'm really thinking about it four days is too ambitious i'm going to cut down to three days and then now i feel nine out of ten ready willing and able to do that task so you see that's the key thing that people miss with a lot of goals when it comes to health and wellness, too. You see how I set a goal, and even let's say I was doing that goal for a month, and I was fine with that for a month, and then something changed. And all of a sudden, I was no longer able to accomplish that goal anymore. What most people do is they hit the off switch, and then their just goal their goal just goes away. Yeah. Instead of doing that, the key is to just dial back. Don't turn the switch all the way down to zero. If you're at 100 even dial down to 50. Even if you have to dial it down to 20, that's better than dialing it down to zero. And that's the key that a lot of people miss. And these, this kind of ready, willing, and able scale, it's just, it's, just a, it's just a model to help you kind of frame your thinking around goal setting. But ultimately, that's what you should be thinking if something changes instead of, oh, I can't go to the gym anymore. oh, I can't do this anymore. Okay. My goal is still the same. I still want to lose weight. I still want to be healthier. How can I accomplish that goal And adjust my plan
1: to do so that's the key missing piece yeah i think the whole idea of what vince is trying to say is that whenever we come up with these type of new real resolution right we are very kind of blunt about it you know i want this and then kind of cricket afterwards we really gotta (laughs) it happens you know like this year i'm gonna do this okay and then you know and then today's a new day new morning let's do it well how and we don't really think about it until it actually time to kind of do it so it's actually, it's actually pretty important that you actually sit down and really think about, okay, do I really want this? All of these different scales and then um, the smart goal uh, factor that we have to measure out and then really think about, okay, if I do this, and at the same time, think of after you achieve that goal, right, what will happen to me? You know, what, why am I doing this? Think of the possible reward, you know, um, as well. And that kind of helps you kind of keep it going as well. Sure. James is a father. A lot of people, when it comes to parents, like
0: their, their why is for their children. They want to be healthier sure. for, you know, themselves and their spouse and to, to raise their children to try and be healthier and have that kind of stuff too. Or because Absolutely. you want to be around longer to be able to spend more time with them and family. It's sure. that's, that's a really common why. So if that's your why too, that's great. But there are other exercises um, where you can try to figure out that why too. Actually, if you go to um GaspersBest.com or on our Instagram right now, there's a link to a free five-day program called our Motivation Reset. And we actually do that exercise in there, helping you find your why and understand your deeper motivation. So if you're interested in that, definitely check it out. It's a free thing um, on our website and it's on our Instagram bio, I believe right now too. Um, yeah. And the last thing I know we wanted to talk about today specifically is stress burnout, from 2020 2020 was obviously for a myriad of different reasons an extremely stressful year for all of us um so specifically what did you have to say about the stress burnout so james so
1: basically you know stress can be mental physical it can be any different aspect you know whatever bothers you is a stress right it can be a stress and the problem is if your body is at a uh, well think of it this way let's say um you're a gazelle Right? Let's just say you're a gazelle. A gazelle. Right? Uh, yes. And I then I always um, wanted to be fast That's You're cool. in you're in you know, this big Africa you know, where you are you know, just eating with your herd and things like that, all of a sudden a lion pops up, right? And you're running. Right? You're running from it. And then um and then let's just say, obviously let's just say you're successful at running away from it. Okay. That was a stress. That was, that part where the lion jumps up was stress, right? But after that lion went away and you're fine. You don't see gazelle like Huffing up puffing up, why did it have to follow me? You know, you don't you don't you don't really think <laughs> about it that way, right? You don't have you don't really stress over it the fact that lion was trying you know, was chasing you, right? Sure. Unfortunately, we do that. Humans do that. Let's just say even in the traffic, you're sitting down in the traffic, right? And someone honks at you and you're like, and some people, you know, after you are still at work, you're like, know, why did that guy just honk at me, you know? You why, definitely through... did not want to say guys, <laughs> but yeah. Right. But <laughs> you know, people stress over it, which means that throughout our daily lives, whether it's COVID, whatever things that's happening, we have these small lion and tigers are jumping at you basically every day. And the problem is that our cortisol level, our stress level is high all the time. Okay. But your body can only handle so much. Right. right? And uh, it's already been a past year uh, with this COVID. And then it's still ongoing. It's actually pretty bad right now as it is. We don't know when it's going to actually end. There are a lot of different speculation on that. However, we are stressed out everybody is stressed out at many different level and um there are a couple of things that you can do to help yourself obviously exercise diet and all that stuff is good um personally um i've been trying to attain these goals with help um with some of the supplements that i've been taking uh specifically our ones that are vitamin b complex and things like that but um today we have something here called adrenal. uh she here adrena boost um Now, AdriBoost NG, the NG stands for non-glandular, basically, there is a term that's floating around adrenal fatigue, right? That's not real disease. However, a lot of people do use it in a sense that you've been burnt out. You've been burnt out from stress. And how this supplement can help is that it helps to find that balance or create that balance in your body. Basically, um... If you are stressed out and you are having all that tension, it helps you kind of reset your body um, to start the new year over again. All right, so you know that's a, this is the a one a supplement that I think it's pretty popular among, especially who are really feeling that difficulty trying to find a hormone balance, everything and things like that. So this is adaptogens. Is, uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Basically, what that uh, what that is is that it helps to find the balance in your body. It's not gonna push for immune support as in like oh my god like you know let's boost up immune system let's get into all fighting mode not like that or the vice versa you know if try to find the happy medium where that it give you your give your body chance to refresh and restart over again cool thanks
0: for sharing james and one last comment we have here on facebook uh from jay again before we wrap up uh jay says sometimes i set a goal or two but later boredom settles in or perhaps get distracted by other chores my question is how can i stay in the game and continuously get motivated with the covid restriction there's so much only so much i can do and lose interest so quickly yeah so that's i mean the covid restriction jay definitely plays uh, a part in things when it comes to going to the gym and that kind of stuff now there is like i said the motivation uh, reset program we have online can help you find your deeper motivations which can help but ultimately there's a little bit of a fallacy when it comes to goal setting or nutrition or fitness, that we need motivation. Motivation is like this, this fleeting thing. Sometimes you're hyper motivated, and sometimes you're not, and that's that's totally normal. It's totally normal to get bored with different things. Um, and for Ileana, do you want to type that real quick? While yeah. I'm uh, following up with Jay here, she's sure. what we'll type the name of that. Um, so it, it's totally normal to kind of you know get out of sync, and it's totally normal to get bored with stuff ultimately yes you can kind of try and reset your why and you can reset okay hey I'm doing this because like I want to get my confidence back and you know maybe you're going through a tougher time in your life and you want to feel better like you know I, I personally have had that as my why before um, you know and that's a good why so part of it can be finding your why but also part of it is honestly you just need a plan and a plan that's consistent and a plan that's not boring so if you are bored I would highly consider checking out other stuff I don't know what kind of um programs you've been doing but try a different style of workout try a different style of activity there are a lot of other ways um that you can be active and you know be working towards being better and still have fun obviously again yes i I agree and i understand that with covid it's a little bit different but it should be enjoyable and if you're not enjoying it you probably should adjust something so i i would kind of think about that or think about the times when you are exercising and you are enjoying it Why is it that you're enjoying it? Why is it that you're having more fun and staying consistent, right? Again, it kind of goes back to the journaling and doing some self-evaluation and reflection to figure out, all right, these are the times when I was more motivated or I did feel better. What was I doing then? What was different then about now? And if it's just simply, I just don't feel like it this week, that's normal. And that's exactly why a plan and consistency and holding yourself accountable, accountable, not accountable, accountable (laughs) to that plan is key. Even if you, you know, get someone else uh, in your household involved or something like that or go in with a friend that always has helped me um stay more accountable as well if it's just like you know even this morning I, there's no way in hell i felt like going to the gym this morning especially with everything going on especially with you know just tired out of a routine and whatever but i went because well i told my, my friend i would meet him there and i had to go do it so then all of a sudden that accountability comes in and then that is what kind of
1: keeps you going as you try to gain your momentum yeah back. i mean uh, as Vince said, that RWA scale that we were talking about before, try to do that maybe every week or every two weeks. To reassess your goal. Yeah. You know, maybe, um, maybe you're able to do. Maybe that's the, probably the major problem sometimes that your willingness was ten in one week, and then you were doing it, and then a week after it became eight and seven. You know, exactly. or eight. Something something might be changing. So, and again, listen to yourself. Right. It, it, you. The. The. The, you know, the fact that you're getting those feelings is not. Abnormal, but they're, they're probably a reason behind why you're sure. feeling that way. So reassess the situation and you know, uh, try to re- do that scale.
0: Yep, things are always going to change. It's really important to evaluate, adjust, and you know, make a change to your plan if you have to to keep yourself accountable and going. Changing the plan is always better than stopping the plan. Um, cool, I think that's all we've got for today. So if anyone has any other questions, as always, you can reach us at HB Pharmacy at 201. Nine nine seven two zero one zero, or you can find us online at hppharmacy.com or gaspersbest.com g-a-s-p-a-r-s best.com any other questions of course this video is up here um on social media if you want to comment we'll get back to you or if you're watching or listening i should say um you know on our podcast after the fact feel free to comment let us know or reach out to us and we'd be happy to answer questions if you have any and thank you guys for tuning in as always and we'll see you next time see ya
1: Thank you.